Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 240 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. This uh, first half taste of treats is brought to the Lost right next to Tim. Ah, don't, don't. Yeah, we should set the scene. Should. We're on my back patio where we spoke about last week. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it out live. Doing it live. Doing it live outside. Wasps and everything. Wasps and everything. It's hot as fuck today. This might not have been the right day. The sun's directly in my eyes. How can it be directly in your eyes if it's directly in my eyes? We're at a different angle. The sun is encompassing. The sun is a bastard. The sun is a bastard. This is episode 240 of the Plug and Play podcast. Did it hit 100 degrees today? I think it did. It was At least 99. It was 90-something. All right, so we are drinking Citrus Mitris IPA because what else do you need on a hot day but a cold beer? Something like this, yes. Um, This is from Hot Valley Brewing. It is 6.5 ABV. I'm sweating it out as quick as I'm taking it in. Probably. 80 IBUs. It's got Munich malts, four different hops, and a grapefruit peel combined to create this IPA featuring a classic burnt orange color with a bouquet of citrus, peach, and tropical fruits. A summer IPA, if ever there was one, Zach. Exactly. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. You're too far away. Mm. There is some citrus on that for sure. Citrus for that. Um, So if there's cars honking, revving engines, yelling, if there's a dog fight, I mean, we are outside. There's only one dog in the yard so far. So far. But if another one came in, Tetra would try to fight it off, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. She'd protect us. Um, So, Tim, what have you been up to? Quite a lot. You actually have been up to a lot, a lot. So I'm going to hit some of the high points. I'm not going to hit everything because I really did a lot Friday and Saturday. I actually had a weekend. That was nice. Yeah, like, what the hell was up with that? Well, I'll get to it. Um, So starting with Friday, um, I had uh, brunch with my lovely wife, and that was a good time. Nice. And then I went and we went axe throwing again. Okay. But to a different location over by St. John's Bridge. Oh, it wasn't the same place. No, oh, different okay. place. And the guy there was really cool. He actually showed us how to throw better and set up safety guidelines. Oh, that's it, cool. It was just, in general, like, wait. Like, wait. he actually knew what to do? Yeah, and it was also cool is we were a group of 11, so we had the whole set up to ourselves. Nice. That's um, cool. And we were only supposed to have it for an hour, and he let us, we are the last group of the night, and he basically let us have almost two hours. Wow. He set up a tournament for us at the end. That's um, fucking cool. It was cool. I almost won, Zach. I almost brought home an axe. Um, the winner of the tournament, it was like an elimination tournament, you know, brackets. He actually gave you an axe? Not me, because well, I didn't yeah, win. Yeah, but I mean, yes. he gave one away? Yes, a actual real good axe, and he engraved it with the winner's name and like a saying on what it. What the fuck? Yeah, he used like a soldering iron with like a, yeah, a yeah. deck screw in the end to, yeah. for a wider tip, and he wrote the winner's name in it, and everything. It was really cool. Um, and I was so close, but I kept doing the same thing every time. I would have a terrible first round. I'd catch my stride in the second round and do awesome, and then I'd have like mixed results in the third round. Um, and I'd, I'd usually be okay. But this other guy was really good, and he was very consistent. Like, he would always score something, um, and quite often the seven center ring. So the last round, the one where I was like, mixed results, he got a seven, I got a seven, he got a five, I got a five. Like, it was tense. Like, everybody behind us was cheering, and then they were, like, really quiet. And then I started choking again, and I got some threes while he was still hitting sevens and fives. Damn. And, yeah, he took it away. Um, So did you know this guy who took it? The one it? I've met him one other time. Um, he hosted like a waffle thing at uh, Saturday, and nice. I went after work. Didn't know me, but still cool with me coming over and eating his waffles. So sweet. 
a nicer guy couldn't have won. He's a totally nice guy. There's a there's a pretty hilarious picture of right when he won, and he's like smiling and happy. And I had just taken my axe out of the wall, and I, so I'm holding the axe, and I'm looking like all. It looks like you're gonna kill him. It kind of does. Nice. Like, I didn't realize how how much I was grimacing. It was pretty funny. That's funny. So that was epic. Um, and we drank after that and had a good time. Um, good. So we were up pretty late. What brewery are you guys at? Um, I keep forgetting the name of it. Um, can you Google Stonebridge and see if that's right? Um, Stonebridge Stone Bridge Brewing? Yes. Um, it's over by St. John's. There's two locations. They have another one in uh, Portland, Southeast Portland, I think. But it's the one off of St. John's Bridge that has... Uh, Stonebridge Brewing in Jonestown, Pennsylvania. Nope, that's not it then. Okay. Dang it. Um, I always forget the name of this brewery, too. Stone... I'm a, I'm a, you just keep talking, buddy. I'll okay. figure it out for you. So, next morning, um, I think last episode we talked about the new retro game bar, right? Um, I Yeah, yeah. So, we went back. This time took the whole family um, because Saturday mornings they have cereal and cartoons. So, you pay like a flat fee and you get all the cereal you can eat. Uh, it's like six bucks for kids, nine for adults. They also have like mimosas available, coffee. Um, and they can just like go around the, the bar and it's open for the kids for that time period and play all their home consoles. And so... I, I kind of thought it'd be more popular. Was it Stone Brewing? No, Stone. It's not Stone. Dang it! Stepping Stone Cafe? Nope. <laughs> Google. Uh, I don't know. Axe throwing Portland. Maybe it'll come up that way. Um, so I thought it'd be popular. We went right at open, and there was nobody else there. The bartender was still opening everything up. It was kind of like, "Hi, we're giant dorks." Portland Axe throwing? Yes. Was that really it? Yes. That's not a brewery, though. I know. That's the. I know, but where is it hosted? It has a physical address. Yes, it's of a, Portland it, Axe Throwing Company. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I know how to fix it's this. I know a, how to fix this. Just keep talking. I it's got inside this. of I got a this. brewery. Like that's the name it. of the guy and his company. But he's in. He's literally in the brewing dock. Like he's set aside this little. Like looks like a batting cage with like all the targets in the back. Um. So anyway, we were only people there. We got to play all these old arcade or not arcade, but um, video game systems. There's, there's a really cool MAME cabinet with literally 100 titles. We scrolled through that, played some Metal Slug. Um, my daughter and I got really far on this kind of Sonic knockoff that came out. Um, I think it was called something Star. Basically a star. And instead of running really fast, you grab things with your arms. We got through like three levels Storm of that. Stormbreaker Brewing. That's it. Stormbreaker Brewing. Thank it legitimately you. is inside. It's like has residence inside Stormbreaker. Yeah. Oh, oh, what's weird. really cool about all their beers is they're like kind of riffs on movies, so their their labels are really cool. That's cool. Um, so yeah, we got to play a ton of like we played a four player uh, Nintendo sixty four Mario Kart. That's the sweet. Whole, the whole family they have a couch in front of a TV for that one. That's so cool. We did not play Smash Brothers because I've never understood that game, frankly. Um, but we played about everything else around the whole bar. <laughs> played some. Uh, Alien um, Annihilation? No, I think it's called mm. Alien Crush. It's the Nintendo. It's a not Nintendo. Turbo Graphics sixteen uh, pinball game, like with aliens. Huh, that's it's cool. Kinda, it's kind of cool. Um, Did your kids have a lot of fun? Yeah, my my son got a little bored. Did but they, they have cartoons on? They had Ren and Stippy. Okay. And uh, yeah, sugar. All the sugar cereal you could, you could eat. Like unlimited. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, so I, they had Fruit Loops and Marshmallow, and I would mix the two. And that what was the cute. fuck is Marshmallow? Just like straight up, kind of like. Lucky Charms, but only Lucky Charms, not the the wheat part. So I would like. Gross. No, nah, that's Sugar Rush, man. Yeah, gross. I don't like sugar. Yeah, I wish they had a little bit more food. At night, they have a lot of hot dogs. 
I, I think for breakfast they should have Eggos, maybe. Eggos would be sweet. That'd be cool. Just something simple. And just playing Lego my Ego commercials the whole entire time? Yeah, like, or Stranger Things. Yeah. Ooh, That's yes. coming out soon. Did you know they're bringing back a Pepsi just, or is it Coke? I can't remember. I think it's, oh, it's Coke. It's the new Coke, it's yeah. It's the new, well, it's the, one the, that, the well, old new right, Coke. Right, the yes. one that everybody hated, and then they brought back Coca-Cola Classic, and we've been drinking Coca-Cola Classic since because new Coke was terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. Now they're bringing it back. Yeah, I'll try it one more time. You know, still I've never it. tried it before, so I'll try it for the first time. Do, do you like Coke in general, even? Yep. I okay. Like I thought you don't like sweet things. I like Coke. It's got a bite like whiskey. Well, Pepsi's you like, the you like one. Coke Classic. Yeah. See, the new Coke tastes more like Pepsi with this, that kind of sweet like uh, aftertaste. I might might spit it on you, but I'm going to try it. I know what we could do. If Impossible Burger and Whoppers are, oh, yeah. are in town. At the town same by the, time? Yes. Oh, wow. Let's watch the Zach Puke. Oh, my God. The Zach Pukinator. All right. All right. So moving on, um, we went to – we kind of chilled out at home uh, for the afternoon, and then we went out in the evening to Clinton Street Theater. This is on Saturday. This is all on Saturday. So and, how come you weren't at work? Okay. So I got the day off because my gym had a special workshop that I was interested in, and then that was laid out so back in May and the date and everything, and I got you know someone to cover my shift, which you know cost me it like – It was a what? type of thing it's a workshop at my gym oh okay, okay. special workshop gotcha, gotcha, that gotcha. was an area that i thought i could benefit from yeah so i got the time off you know and taking time off cost me you know a lot of money to mm-hmm. give up a shift and then when the month rolled over into june they changed the date oh shit so now it's upcoming in the 22nd and yeah. you can't go well i could but i'm not gonna get two days off for this stupid thing yeah so i give up um anyway so i had a day off and Did i'm they like give you your money back no i didn't well, I didn't sign up yet because I, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I, I'm i just over that part of it. But I had an extra day off and I wanted to do something with fam. So you hung out with your family. It was yes, awesome. It was cool. We went to Monkey Hat on Fire. So Monkey Hat is like this theater thing where like anybody can sign up for anything. Like you can be like in lighting, you can be in set design, like you audition or whatever. And then there's like a bunch of plays and you present your plays to the board and they if they like it, you're greenlit. Then you get to go. And this night, there was like four or four or five nights. In, or, so this is something your son's going to end up doing. Oh, it's awesome, though. It was like 10-minute plays. Like, even you would, like, be okay with this because no matter how bad the play was, it's over in 10 minutes. That's cool as fuck. And they were funny. Like, you would have loved this one. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but basically this young couple shows up to a landlady, and they're, like, interviewing for this apartment. And it becomes very evident to the audience that the landlady is, like, a demon. Nice. She's like She's, like, croqueting a pentagram. She's, like, just creepy in general. Um, yes. and, and she makes some off-head comments. I can't remember what, but you know she's a demon. Yeah. And so, like, she's talking to them, and, like, gradually, like, the couple starts revealing secrets to each other. Like, one has a gambling problem, one's an alcoholic, and they start squabbling in front of this. Oh, shit. And the, and the landlady's, like, looking back and forth between them, <laughs> kind of rubbing her hands and, like, <laughs> and then they end, up <laughs> they end up strangling each other, the couple, after they get in a fight. And she's like, all right, well, the apartment's yours. And they, like, rise from the dead, and, like, all these other ghosts come out from the what the from, fuck? From the, it That's was cool epic. as hell. You would have loved it. There was one that ended in a firing squad. Nice. Um, there was one where these totally stoned aliens introduced weed to a Neanderthal man. <laughs> but all the, all of the shows had something to do with fire. Okay. Um, I can't remember what the thing is in the apartment, but there was definitely a fire reference. Firing squad. Yeah. Um, you know, they showed, they, they showed the Neanderthal to make fire just so it could light their blunt. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was awesome. And in between every um play there was a house band that was really good and like they they started out like the head the head singer guy was like all clean cut he looked like a 
he looked like a tech bro, like with the suit and the glasses and everything. All Portland put, hipster dude. All put together, and he's singing like, "We're gonna do the greatest show. It's gonna be the best. You're gonna love it." And then, like every song after that was like, "Well, we're trying really hard, but um, like he, it's like everything's unraveling." He's like, <laughs> he's basically recreating the Firefest. Um, have you seen the end? Have you, are you aware of the the Firefest? What it is? No. So, um, this rich tech bro dude um got a bunch oh, of oh this Insta- is a netflix and like yeah Hulu yeah yeah thing. yeah he got a bunch of influencers to go to this island with him and like sh- like prance around in their bikinis and say we're gonna have this epic music festival and people Everybody, donated a shitload of money and never so happened. much money and then like he he was terrible at project management i think he bounced didn't he with the money or pretty, did he, or pretty did he much go but bankrupt? before that to raise more money he was selling people like wristbands with like cryptocurrency loaded on it and stuff all sorts of stuff he was selling people like upgrade packages to get like a ban on the beach and like having locals build these like terrible it was such a disaster i totally recommend you checking out either the hulu or the netflix i think your daughter said the hulu is better yeah um but anyway he he was like kind of recreating that but making it about his music music and it was really good and like between each side he'd be show up even more disheveled by the end like they were none of them had shirts on (laughs) (laughs) it was so good um, and this whole thing, all of these 10 plays, 10 minute plays, um, the songs, everything, it was five bucks for the whole thing. And it for was, your whole family? No, five bucks each, but, okay. but it was really good. That's really cool. And I think their next theme is water. So I will definitely be interested in checking them out. Drowning. Drowning. Yes. Um, so this is like nine o'clock at night at this point. We're done with that and we're hungry. So we stop and get uh, pizzas at Hammy's, uh, slices of pizza. And they are literally just a walk up window. They actually do most of their business by, um, like pizza delivery late oh, at night. Shit. Okay. They're open to like four in the morning or something Damn. ridiculous. So they're basically just a counter. If you walk in, it's just a counter. There's like, they have some tables outside. Um, but I went next door, grabbed a beer at a club and kind of ate in between. So that was cool. Had my pizza and beer. And we walked to uh, 50 Licks, which is a. There's, was whole, this you and your wife or you and your whole, wife and The whole kids? family. Um, we went to 50 Licks, um, which is kind of a salt and straw knockoff. Like there's a lot of these in Portland. They have like, weird ice cream flavors. Yeah. Um, they had chocolate as fuck. They had um, lavender, salted caramel. They had a bunch of flavors. I went with the one that that you, I don't know. I didn't think I'd like it, but I tasted it and I really liked it. It was soy sauce caramel. Soy sauce caramel. Soy sauce caramel. It was good, Zach. It was really good. Yeah, was, you were drunk as hell. I had the no, it wasn't. You were drunk off your butt. No, it was salty and sweet. If I could get you to try it, I think you'd agree it's at least interesting and not as terrible as you think. They didn't. They got the proportions right. Like the soy sauce was definitely uh, like the lower flavor between the two. So it's more of this. But it was soy sauce. But trust me, it was actually good. All right. Well. So that's my. Going to fifty likes. You should, or at least if you're uh, in the neighborhood. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Uh, I just hung out on the back patio last weekend. Well, that's nice. I mean, it's nice out here. Yeah. I mean, if the sun was freaking set a little bit, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, That's all I did really. Well, after all the work you did to make this space, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, last it's weekend, if you listen to that, you were doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I got to put up some more bee catchers. I got a couple more in the garage. There's yeah. definitely quite a few. Now I got to get the house like washed. The wife wants me to wash the house, but I don't have a right tool for that, so I'm not to pay somebody to do it. Fucking hell. It never ends for you. I'm paying somebody to do that. I'm not doing it. Well, you have a two-story, so... I have two-story, and on top of that, that she wants to, I want to wash the windows, because the windows are actually pretty dirty on the upper level. Those always get dirty. Yeah, so... I'm going to just gonna pay somebody to come do it, and then hopefully they can knock down a couple of the bee nests I see up on the house. Yep. So, um, 
Yeah, I've been pretty boring. Literally just hanging outside. I really don't think I've done much else. I, uh... Yeah, I don't think I've done much else. <laughs> I played some video games. I you, did do that. You did. I'm really glad you did. Yeah. I, I kind of forced you to just now, actually. Yeah. Little but bit. I picked some good ones for you. You did. It was fun. Um. You want to talk some tech? Yeah. Let's talk some news, actually, instead of tech. Oh, is that what comes first? Yeah. All right. Let's news. do that first. <laughs> Well, E3 happened this week, so actually a lot happened. Yeah. Um, before we get to the news, that the only piece of news that we really care about... It's Breath of the Wild 2. Okay. I said before we get to that. Oh. But I guess it's, the cat's out of the bag now. Um, there's going to be a Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. Wait, I thought you said before I that. know, but you you let the cat out of the bag, so cat's running around, scratching her ankles now. we got to talk about it. So it was a short trailer, and it was all like, um, like the cinematics, which looked very similar in style. Very similar. In- so I'm sure it's the same people that made it um, yeah. for Breath of the Wild. But there's going to be a new Breath of the Wild. It's a direct sequel. And yes. Yes. some people are saying you're playing as Zelda. I hope so. Um, I so really it do. should be Breath of the Link. No. Yeah. Legend of Link, you mean. The Legend of Link, Breath of the Wild 2. I, it's way past time for Zelda to be a, a oh, playable. Oh, definitely. Like, I don't care if you switch back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I don't care if you switch back and forth. It would actually kind of be nice just to play her, honestly. I would like to see, like, because um, there's another game announced, the Link's Awakening. Yeah. I would like to see a style, a game in that style with, with Zelda. Yeah, you would. Not me. But you would. Yeah. You would enjoy it. You're not at all excited about Link's Awakening, are you? I mean, I, I'll probably get it. It doesn't look like your style, honestly. No, it doesn't. But I'm probably going to get it. So, since we're, you're not so into it, let's talk about that one really quick. It's got, like, a very cutesy art style. It's, it's hilarious how different the styles are between the two games. Like, one's totally. all... One looks like um, something you'd let your son play. Yeah. And the other one with the Dead Skulls, probably not as much. I mean, I'd let him play it, but my, his but my mom son, would be very mad. My son will probably get into Link Awakens because um, he can Who's design. That? Stop fucking bark- honking your horn. You said it was going to happen. Now the dog's barking yep. at it. Um, my son can design dungeons and I can play through them. And if I beat them, I get I get prizes. That's cute. Yeah, he's very cool. Yeah, that I'm excited for that aspect for you. Now, is it kind of like Mario Maker where you get to upload the levels online? Um, I, it looks a lot simpler than that. You're basically just placing tiles in a dungeon. I get that, but are you I don't, still uploading them I online don't know so that I can download your sons? I don't know the answer. Shut the... <laughs> he keeps honking. It's like, they're podcasting. Honk, honk. I hear that. That's plug and play I, right there. I don't know how much freedom there will be in the, in the creation of dungeons, but I'll tell you this. If there's a way for your my... Your son's going to be excited. If, if he can make it look really hard for me and put like death traps everywhere. Looks really hard. Yeah, he yeah. will He will totally do that. Yes. All right, so back to Breath of the Wild. The f- cool thing about your son, though, is I don't think he'll make it to where it's impossible. He'll just make it really hard. He'll be like, Dad, this is exactly how you do it. Yeah, he'll want me to get the prize. Yeah. He was actually saying, what if I just make it super easy so you can get the prize really easy? I'm like, I like the way you think. <laughs> I get all the fairy bottles. Yes. Um. So, yeah, you get in, you get items if you beat them. Those That's custom cool. things. Um. Breath of the Wild 2, for lack of a better. Yes. I didn't see a release date of any kind. No, it says it's in production. I'm thinking holiday 2020 would be a good time. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> She's literally leaning on the horn. Um, but we don't have a release date. We don't have a release date. We, we don't have a price. Uh, Zelda was showing a lot. They're exploring the, a dungeon together. Which and they're is cool. riding on the back of like an ox. Yes. I th- 
kind of like a rhino ox thing. Yeah, I can't remember what they call it. Well, more a interesting. A Brahmin, I think. Okay. Or is that Elder Scrolls? That's like a big ox. It's a Brahmin. Yeah. So they showed um, what's probably the big enemy of the game, I'm guessing. The like, dude with the that can never die because he's just so pissed and angry? Yeah, it showed like like things pulsing toward him like he was like feeding off of some kind of energy it or something. It was like the energy in the air in Breath of the Wild. Kind of looked like the shriveled up guys you find in the um, oh, yeah. the shrines, but more evil. He did. Maybe those guys are evil. Well, in the shrines. Well, maybe they're like part of some order, and he like kind of like the Jedi where he turned evil. Like oh, they're they're all good. Dog fights going down. My dog's getting ready. Go go get the, go get the guy at the horn. Go get Tetra. Go get him. Go get him. Come here. Come here. Tetra's getting pissed too. Yeah, she's like, "Shut up! I'm sleeping." <laughs> you bastard! I'm old and cranky. Okay, so that was awesome. So, did you actually watch any of the press? No, not, I was at not work. any of them. No, I watched two. Yeah, no, because you're texting me. Yes, so I watched... There's one awesome Zelda knockoff-looking... You have a shitload of flies around you right now. That's great. I'm Lord of the Flies. You're Lord of the Flies. There was a really knockoff game, Zelda-looking game. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft. I watched, yeah. I watched like, two-thirds of Ubisoft. Um, Watch Dogs looks really interesting. Yeah, you could be an old cussing grandma. Yes, you can, like, literally recruit anybody you see on the streets, and they are voiced, they are animated, they have different skills and abilities. Um, they had this cursing grandma like kind of slumping over gate it's like she's trying to jump over things she's just kind of like leans forward and then rolls over it nice great i'm gonna break poor granny's hip this is bad hell yeah um but they had all sorts of cool tech like granny opened up her bag and like this spider came out like ripped this guard's face off it was pretty cool that's pretty cool and there's a young woman um you switch to and you're like riding a giant drone and over the streets that was cool um looks really cool set in a post brexit london and you're fighting the power um so that means there'll probably be lots of punk songs from the eighties. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, it looks good. Um, but the talk, the game you're talking about is Gods and Gods of Chaos. I want to say it's not Gods and Monsters though. It's it a, is. That's a movie. Is it Gods and Monsters? Pretty positive. Because that's the name of a movie too. I'm gonna have to Google it now. Um, but yeah, it's Zelda. Like it, it is. They've made Zelda, but the the thing is, it's um tied into like mythology. Gods and Monsters. That's funny. That is the name of a movie, too. Um, so yeah, you Yes, pl- it is. From uh, 99. Yep. Featuring Ian McKellen and uh, delivers an award-winning performance. Hollywood horror director James Cameron. I think that's what it says. Can't see. It just says James. I don't know any other James. You should read the plot synopsis of that movie. Um, so the game, Gods and Monsters, um, totally looks like Breath of the Wild. You've got these like giant vistas and like all these... Just keep talking. Yeah. Um, it's all green and shiny like Breath of the Wild is. And you're like this young character. I think you can customize him, so that's different. You're that's not, cool. So you're not Link. Um, the character... Or you customize him as Link. Heroes I, need help. Yes. Um, oh, I didn't realize there was actual audio. Sorry. That's all right. Um, so, yeah, it totally looks like Breath of the Wild. It does. Like, it even has, like, the creek and the open fields and the green yep, grass yep. and, like, the animals and yep. stuff. Yep. It's totally Breath of the Wild trailer. There's a stamina bar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Um, but it's from the guys who made Odyssey, and they can definitely make an open world game. So, I'm curious. Um, I mean, I'll I, probably get it. I'm less excited about that now because that that that, that was before Breath of the Wild, right? Too. Exactly. So I watched two thirds of Ubisoft. I watched um, the kind of funny indie game showcase, is what I think it's called. I had a ton of games on that. Um, I made you play one of them. Yeah. Um, honestly, eighty percent of them would be games you're not interested in. That but one was a lot of fun. But there was a couple that I think you would go for. 
Um, so I saw some good stuff there. My favorite every year, and this year is no exception, was the Devolver Digital um, press conference. What they do? It's 20 minutes, and you need to watch it. You listening at home or in the car, wherever you are. Not in the car, but when you get home. Or in the car, it's fine. No. Just get in a Tesla, and you'll be fine. It's their third, and there's actually, at this point, like... Like a story, like a, st- a continuing story. Yes, they're like previously on. It literally Digital. starts. It literally starts at how the last one ended. Wow. Um, and it just does a little mini flashback to remind you. Um, and it's. I'm gonna on the break. We're gonna play the first five minutes. Okay. Um, it's awesome. Um, they have some. They have a weird. Uh, on Steam, they have a collection. They called it what? A Devolver. Um, bootleg. They have like bootleg versions of their popular games like oh shit like hotline milwaukee no nice <laughs> and they're all like a retro 8-bit style okay um i'll probably be picking that up it's all knockoffs of their knockoffs of games. their own games nice. it's pretty sweet sweet they had some games coming out though that i'm genuinely interested in this month i think is uh, my friend pedro oh yeah, yeah which you would also enjoy you're like a twin shooting yeah. like ninja guy that's just yeah, yeah. blowing everybody away and the music's awesome um, the other game looked interesting. I can't remember the name of it right now, but you're basically a giant blob horror monster killing people. It's like a horror game from the, the dub blob. It's like that, but it's yeah. You're just you're like you're the monster in a horror movie, and you're killing everybody. So that's cool. Huh. Those are two games from Devolver, but the the press thing itself is just a spectacle that you should see. Um. So, I've been talking a lot. Did you see all the subscriptions that came out? No, and fuck them. Okay, so we have to back up. I'm sorry, I'm talking again. I feel like I'm really hogging the mic here. I don't really have anything. I was at work. Okay, so Google Stadia, the details were announced. It's going to be... Um, it's nothing I'm interested it'll in. It'll play now. on anything, basically, that has Chrome, uh, Chrome browser. So it could be a tablet, your phone. I don't know why you want to play AAA games on your phone, but you probably could. Yeah. Um, anything You could sync any Bluetooth um, controller, controller to it. it. So you could play with your PS4 or your Xbox controller. Yep. Or you can buy their special controller, which looks decent. Um, it's got a couple of buttons. It's got one for streaming, puts you right into YouTube streaming. And the yep. other one gives you Google Assistant. Like, how do I beat this boss? <laughs> like, literally, it'll pop. Hey, okay, Google. Okay, Google, I'm stuck. Help me. Um, the controller looks decent. It's $70. Um, they're selling a Founders Pack, which comes with the controller, a special version, a blue version you can only get for being a Founder member. Um, a Google Chromecast Pro or Ultra, whatever the hell it's called, the latest version. So you could, like, if you don't have a TV that has Chrome in it already, you can stream to it. So basically, you can turn any TV into this platform. Mm-hmm. And three months of their service, which is nine ninety nine a month, and a guest pass for another friend. So they say that the value of all that is 300 whatever. They're selling it for 129 Oh. So that's not terrible. If you wait, you can try it. Like a couple months later for just a nine ninety nine a month, but here's the shitty thing: so you pay nine ninety nine a month, you get some games free. It's kind of like a Nintendo or mm-hmm. Sony or Xbox where yeah. they have a library of free games. But let's say the next Assassin's Creed games that comes out, you still have to buy that. Yeah. And on top of the nine ninety nine a month, um, and then Ubisoft uh, announced that they are launching, um, can't remember what's called, uh, Uplay Plus, on the service. For another fifteen a month with their library, Sorry, but the twenty-five. Yes, you get a hundred Ubisoft games, which is great. I guess you've never played them already, which a lot of us have. Honestly, yeah, played all these Assassin's Creed, Rainbow yep. Six, all those games. Yeah. But you get that, 
it's going to be more channels like that. I'm sure EA at some point might jump on. They've I'm got sure their Steam might do something. Maybe, um, but you'll have other companies jump in, and it's like, I don't know. Yep. I kind of just like paying for games and playing them. Yeah. When you think you're paying nine dollars or ten dollars a month, that's what 120 a year. Yep. So every that's two, fine. But I know, but every two years you could buy a new Switch or something. Yeah. So. And then on top of that, you also have to come back to the realization that uh, you're going to be bandwidth capped. Uh, yeah. Because Comcast does cap you out at a certain point. Uh huh. And they were saying that like for three hours of gameplay, it's like a hundred gigabytes or something like that at right. like standard streaming. If you go up to 4K, it's only like 45 minutes of streaming. Right. So it's like every 45 minutes, if you're running on 4K, you're going to go through 100 gigs. Holy fuck. Uh, Microsoft also announced their new subscription service. They, they've they had these two for a while. The yeah, Xbox. Are they just combining them in the one? Yeah, I'm calling it Ultimate. Um, so, it's, so that makes sense. It totally does. And there's a way to hack the system right now where if you have prepaid Xbox yeah, Live... Yeah, like, th- it all converts. If you have prepaid Xbox Live for three years or 36 months and you buy just one month of um, whatever their games... Games for Gold. Game, no, it's not called that. It's called something else. But anyway, it converts it to the ultimate for all three years. Yeah. So that's a good deal if you have that. Yep. Um, so that that's combining their two services the online services and the free games and f- there will be no more xbox live gold period yeah i will say that they put out better games than playstation like for this month playstation plus i've already played one of the games the other one i'm like yeah and it used to be six games now it's two yeah so subscriptions suck that's kind of my final thought about e3 i don't know about you did you have any thoughts about e3 and what you saw no okay except for that it was eerily quiet from playstation uh yeah they, that was scarily quiet it was weird they didn't even do like their own like direct like nintendo did no nothing oh speaking of that none of their developers so nintendo did direct off-site microsoft said screw you to e3 and rented a theater right next door and they were yeah really? yeah so i guess my final thought is maybe e3 is going away next year because yeah. all three companies are basically giving them the finger like microsoft three so become the next packs no, I don't think it, it'll ever be as fun as PAX. Um, I'm going to end our coverage on E3 with this story. So there's this Twitch streamer called uh, Dr. Disrespect. Oh, this is a shitty story. <laughs> yes. He, he um, popular Twitch streamer Dr. Disrespect got suspended from Twitch after streaming from the inside a bathroom at the Los Angeles Convention Center during E3. His E3 badge was also revoked. <laughs> Dr. Disrespect was attending E3 and purporting for the first time ever doing a series of in-real-life streams on-site. On Tuesday afternoon, the first day of the show, he and his camera person walked into a public bathroom with a camera rolling, something that most certainly violates Twitch's community guidelines in terms of service. <laughs> um, he proceeded situation. to stroll to the men's restroom with tens of thousands of people watching the stream, and then he went into a stall, and yeah, whatever. I think he went to a stall, and didn't the camera just like stand at the stall and like wait for him to come back out or something? I don't know. I didn't watch the stream, but... Yeah, that's that's E3. That sounds that. like something I would do. That's, it's like, all right, let's go to the bathroom, guys. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, but hopefully you build up tens of thousands of followers first. Yeah, no, I'm not that smart. Okay. Well. You want to talk some tech? God, some... I'm talking way too much. you got to figure out a way for you to talk more. Do you I got, have... Yeah, I have an idea. Okay, all right. please, go for it. Let's talk some tech. Okay, let's talk some tech. Okay, we'll go get a beer. Okay. Someone else a drink. 
Okay. We'll come back and I'll start us off for the Kickstarter segment. I like it. All right. You ready to talk some tech? Let's talk some tech. So I'm hoping the microphone will pick this up. It may or may not. I'm going to wait until the music uh, yeah, fades up. I'm going to wait. This will make you laugh if it works. Okay. Could you hear it? Yeah, she sounds a little bit. She's got on. a weird accent. I'm going to try it again. <laughs> what the hell? It's the little assistant inside my um, Bluetooth headphones. What um, fucking headphones you got? These are called Bluteos. Um, they are a budget headset. Um, oh no shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but they like walk down the street. Hey, can you say power on, power off for me real quick? But it's a fully functioning Bluetooth headset. It sounds decent. Um, yeah. How much do you think I paid for it, including uh, shipping? Including shipping, nineteen ninety nine. Yep. Nah. Yep. Oh shit. Yep. So, um, it's not noise canceling, but it's over the ear. Okay. I actually use it when I do yard work, and I don't want to tangle up on my my cord now that yeah. I can use a cord for my Ooh. earphones. Um, what I like the most about it is it's got an insane battery life. I've charged it once, and it's still like at 85%. Nice. It says it has a 40-hour um, charge, and I'm inclined to believe it. I've listened to it for... Probably somewhere between four to six hours. Damn. And it's still like at 90, like I said, 90, 85%. Wow. Um, so it's really durable that way. Um, it's fairly strong looking, padded. The thing I don't like is my ears get hot in it. Yeah, sweaty ear syndrome. Yeah, sweaty ears suck, especially when I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah. But, I mean, they're decent. Um, it's uh, the Bluteo. It's got the .57 driver. So, yeah, look for that in discount stores everywhere. <laughs> I didn't have anything else better tech to talk about. Sweet. But I'm happy with them. They're, cool. new. They're new to me. It's funny. I bought them the same week as one of my friends bought the Sony noise-canceling, like, top-of-the-line $300. Yeah, the one that you flew back from, uh, which one? Yeah, those like? those felt a lot more comfortable in the ears, plus the canceled noise. They're, yeah. You definitely get what you pay for, but for 20 bucks, I, th- I think this is decent, especially maybe for a kid or – for what I'm using it for, for outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Like if it breaks, oh well. Who cares? Right. Yeah. So that's my tech talk. Sweet. Sounds good. We'll be right back after this music break. Tasty Treats and Hands, second half, brought to us by Cranberry Juice and Vodka. I'm trying to shake the ice, but it's not really coming through. We're also enjoying a beautiful sunset in your porch. Tim has your Cranberry Juice. Tim hates cranberry juice. <laughs> I don't hate cranberry juice. It's just it's bitter. No, um, I kind of like the taste of booze, and it just covers it up too well. Mm-hmm. Like it does taste like cranberry juice. I, I saw you pour the vodka. I know there's vodka in here. Yes. I don't hate this. It's just it's a good summer drink. This is a beautiful freaking sunset. It is. I get these every night. No, I can see why you'd hang out here. See, that's very so nice. You, you gotta have your family over sometime. I'm down. It should be some random Saturday. Should be because you don't work Saturday nights. You're right. I don't. Um, and this what? It's like eight thirty. That's like the prime time. Yep. Like we started the podcast a little too early. It was hot and there was flies. It was around. very hot. There's some asshole in his horn. Yeah. Now it's like perfect. It now it's beautiful. It's yeah, like, it's so beautiful. And like the sun's coming through the clouds, and the clouds are lighted like, up. Do you see like this? Like it's radiating like different. There's lines yeah. in the sun. It's it seriously looks Did like. Did you get a photo of that by chance? Oh uh, yeah. 
tweet. You should post that up onto our Instagram account. Okay. Instagram at Cast Junkie. Wait, nope, that's the other one. Plug and play at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to the other one now. It is what the hell is? Is it Plug and Play Cast? I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, Plug and Play Show. Sure. I think. I don't think so. I'm trying to find it. It takes a second. It is Plug and Play Cast. Plug and Play Cast. Nope. This is. Nope. I have it right here. Okay. Yep, you're right. Plug and Play Cast. Yeah. I'm posting it right now. Okay. So it's already up there, guys. Um, Hey, Tim, you want to kick it? Let's kick it. Where's our music? Here it is. Alright, Tim. I'm going to kick us off this week because you've been talking too much. Yes, I have. I am going to be brave. And I'm going to talk about something, Tim. Okay. Something very, something I, I hate to talk about. Okay. And I hate it so much, I'm going to let them talk about it. Oh, I wanted to hear you talk about it. Maybe. They got all shy. They don't like talking about it either. Wow, we all hate this topic. Huh. My phone's going to do that thing where it won't play Kickstarters again. What the heck? Is it just your phone that does that? Or No, we had the same thing. Huh. Let's try this one. I like this product. Oh, this one's going to play. Yogurt. It is one of the most nutritious treats that you can share with your friends and family. But the problem with store-bought yogurt and frozen desserts is that they come with tons of plastic waste, which takes centuries to decompose. Not to mention being chocked full of chemical additives, artificial coloring, and loads of processed sugar. I wouldn't want to feed that to my family, would you? Luckily, there's Froyo. The fully automatic yogurt and ice cream maker. It turns oh, yeah. milk into yogurt. Then Congress the banned fully automatic yogurt. Completely hassle-free. <laughs> All you have to do is add milk and yogurt culture. Froyo will take care of the rest to make the freshest, most natural, and delicious yogurt you've ever tasted. If you like a creamier or lighter texture, you can customize exactly how you like your yogurt in the Froyo mobile app. For frozen yogurt, simply add I more like milk and any other ingredients <laughs> for extra flavor. It's that simple. You make frozen yogurt? Feeling adventurous and want to try completely new flavors? You can always tap into the Froyo mobile app to explore a premium selection of toppings sourced from the best seasonal ingredients from around the this world. This reminds me of a coffee Kickstarter you did once. So if I like tap the sprinkles button and the cherry button is like add it, That'd be With cool. the touch of a button, you can make frozen yogurt, ice cream, gelato, or even sorbet. With all these possibilities, you can make the healthiest granola Greek yogurt for mom, an adventurous maple bacon ice cream sundae for dad, and a fun chocolate See? gelato for the kids. I like so gelato. how does one machine do so much? Froyo's smart fermentation and cooling process is powered Tetris, by thermoelectric technology. Yeah. That means the same system can generate heat to ferment milk into yogurt and also cool it all down to make frozen yogurt. This technology 
allows for a more compact design, as well as a quieter machine, which is perfect for the home kitchen. We have 10 years experience in the dessert industry and have opened dessert shops all over the world. 10 years. With your support, all over we can the bring world. our prototype into mass production. Making your own probably nutritious without yogurt an app, though, like and turning it into a delicious frozen yogurt is easier and more fun than ever. Join us in making the freshest and healthiest Dude, I wonder if I can hack their app and like, like make it spew out like purple, like weird. That'd be fun. You could, probably. So that is the Frolio. Um, they have 12 days ago. 114 backers are looking for 60 grand. They are 21,994. Um, you can thank them for $2. Um, you can get the recipe book for 6 You can get the early bird, which there's 156 left of, for 169 Nice. Um, you can also get the early bird with starter bundle, which is the digital recipe book uh, and the, the maker uh, and the app and everything for 199 the big granddaddy of them all is a family pack with starter bundles, which is five of everything for $992. Nice. So, Tim, what do you got? I got Skatebird. Be a skateboarding bird. Skatebird! I want you to play the video. It's going to be just music. So, what you're not seeing, because this is audio, this is video, um, is like a cute little birdie on a skateboard, like doing sick ollies and whatever else hard flips hard flips yes what other what other moves can you do Zach you can do like the tail whip you can do this guy's grinding he's doing like a nose grind he's doing a dark side grind and he's up there up now he's doing all his like cool sick moves oh he's ollieing over like a bitch oh now he's rewinding He's flapping his wings. That's the cool thing. He does like jumps, his little wings flap. It's so adorable. Yeah. And like the jump, jumps and the ramps and the half pipes are all like, um, kind of like, it reminds me of like micro machines where there's like pencils and staplers and. I kind of want to buy this now. now that yeah. I'm watching it. It's, this was actually another one of the games in that indie showcase I talked about. Oh, really? One of the three I thought you'd like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they just launched, they announced the launch of this Kickstarter in that video. That's so this is a brand new coming to us from Seattle, Washington. It's literally a guy like living above a barn and a couple of his friends making this game. Um, they were looking for $20,000, which they said would be enough to finish the game. But, of course, as they get more, they can uh, they can make a better game. So, like I said, it just launched. It's got 26 days to go. It's already got 1,044 backers. Um, and it's it is funded at $27,255 as the time of this recording. Um, pledging $1 gets you the burb friend. Get your name in the credits. Be an official burb friend. There's no badge or anything, but burbs will know. Um, so we should probably at least back it in that to get our name on it. Yep. Um, Fifteen bucks gets you the copy of the game and your your name in the credits. And there's 450 backers at that level. Um, estimated deliveries of a year from now, by the way, to June 2020. Nice. Um, there there was a, a Super Bird Deluxe for early burbs. Um, you get the game soundtrack and access pre-release beta. That's all Woo! gone. That's all gone. Um, so you probably want the $15 edition if you get anything. Or the 50 What's the 50 Name and credits as honorary burb, digital copy via Steam, pre-release beta access, original soundtrack, all previous GBG games plus OSTs, folder of gifts, MP4s, and bloopers, etc. Did you see the, did you see the $80 level? No, I'm looking. Tiny skateboard. You get an official skateboard fingerboard. Comes with a full nice kit with the wheels, trucks, and all disassembled. But with necessary tools, 
Build your own bird board. Also include everything in the... Oh. <laughs> Hmm. All right, going to the top, 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 top level. It is the coach's board, three thousand dollars. Oh shit! Get the coach's, get the coach's board with skateboard art on the bottom, just like the Burbs board. We're broken in by tame skate pro Burbs coach taught at Woodward. It includes a video proof of coach wrecking the board. You can be signed by the dev and the coach if you like. This tier includes you becoming a skate burp, skate pro with toys. So you get your name in the credits as Burb Skater, digital copy via Steam, pre-release beta access, original contract. All previous GBG games and OSTs, a folder of, of GIFs and MP4s and bloopers, a tiny skateboard playset, a skateboard fingerboard, skateboard on a USB cassette and a case, become a skateboard skate pro, and a coach's board fully set up. Nice. There's still one left. So that's my kick it. What is your next one? Well, I was trying to back this thing, but uh, my credit card expired off Kickstarter, so I got to wait. Well, you got 26 days, so even if you forget this week, you can... What you should do is uh, remind me in case you forget. There's a button you can push remind me. Oh, okay. It'll tell you 24 hours before or 48 or something. Okay. Um, so I'm super confused why the hell this one won't play. I don't know what to tell you there. Um, hmm. All right, I guess I'll go with this one. Luckily, I had three of them this week. I want to know what you hate, though. You said you're going to be brave. We're going to go ahead and let them talk. Okay. You choose to pedal, to get to point B, to challenge yourself, to discover unfamiliar playgrounds, to be part of a tribe, to be part of a greener future. Your trusty bike is an extension of your body, and I'm here to give it superpowers you never knew it had. I'm Smart Halo 2. Hi, Smart Halo 2. I'm lighter, slicker, leaner, and packed with new features. I'm still secured with an anti-theft locking mechanism, meaning you can always leave me on your bike. Yep, that's my signature halo and my new peak display. All the info you need at a glance. Need some help making it to your destination? Simply choose your favorite route type and we're good to go. Take a right here. Feeling adventurous? Use compass mode and find your own path. You made it. Want to push your limits? Follow your performance and easily switch between metrics. Hey, it's getting dark. I'm turning the light on. I also make sure you don't miss important calls. Uh-oh, watch out. Thunderstorming coming. Better pick up the pace. Yeah, I'm also connected to your smart home to make your life easier. Literally just turn on I'm all the lights on in his house as he's riding If anyone it. tries something funny, I'll bark loud. I mean really loud. That's right. Walk away, chump. <laughs> These guys are my creators. And after 25,000 units <laughs> sold away, from the first chump. generation, 
They've listened Don't carefully to the feedback again, from bro. cyclists Don't to build something even better. In fact, you asked for a lot, and they've delivered. I have over 30 improvements over my predecessor. I'm Smart Halo 2, and I can't wait to ride with you. I'm Smart Halo 2, I can't wait to ride with you. Not gonna lie, this thing looks sick as hell if you are a bicyclist. Mm -hmm. It does a um, lot. I don't know about the alarm scaring away bad guys, but... Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, back up! Get away from me! So it's got 20 days ago. They currently have 6,971 backers looking for $56,440. Currently at 855,200. At this rate, they're going to hit a million. Yeah, easily. It's crazy. $4 gets you a thank you. 91 got you the super early bird. The Kickstarter early bird is 101. There's only five of those left out of 5,960 of them. So for 101 bucks, this seems like a, it goes up 30 bucks after that. It seems like this is a must-have for any bicycle. It's like this is literally a GPS location. Like I have a little bike computer for my bike, but it's got like a LED like black and white screen. You have to, it's it is distracting. I like that this has like a light bar that you yeah. can like glance at and not like take your eye off the road really. Yeah. Um, and a big display for the numbers, like whatever metric you have it on, whether it's the speed you're going or yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, big granddad of them all, of course, is 853 U.S. dollars. Mm -hmm. It's a cycling team pack Kickstarter edition. So get 10 of them. Mm. Uh, in a, yeah, so 10 of them. There's three backers at that level. And uh, Brave was my third Kickstarter that I want to talk to you guys about that uh, apparently doesn't want to be Brave and play. So I'm not really sure what's going on with it. But it, it's... Uh, also read off. It's uh, 20 grams of plant protein, whole ingredients, 30 seconds of meal prep, and time and energy. It's out of Brooklyn, New York. It is considered a food. It's a breakfast alternative. Um, 36 days ago, 59 backers, 18,000 U.S. dollars are looking for. They're currently at 30,952. Um, the Brave Sampler Pack, which might have to pet I might have to back at just to kind of fuck with them a little bit is mm -hmm. uh is 12 bucks. Okay. So it's 4 bucks breakfast. Not bad. No. But but it's supposed to have like nutritious value to like basically you can eat this instead of having to worry about having an actual legit bre breakfast which I don't eat. So probably should especially if you're So maybe I should have maybe I should brave. You should brave this Kickstarter, yeah. I, I still would I mean the audio actually was actually pretty legit. Um, well, maybe you try to find it on YouTube. Okay, hold on. Um, let me talk about my last one. Um, there's two videos for this one. They're both kind of long, and I don't know if I really want to play them. Um, it's called the Dungeon Royale board game. What's cool about it is it's packaged in something. Outside. Oh, oh geez. Sorry. Did you find something? No. Okay. Um, it looks like a Game Boy okay. with a screen and everything. Um, it's a video game. Turn board a video game turn board game first game cartridge of a series to come full of desks stealing heroes and dragons. So the game is inside of the Game Boy case, which shows with a magnetic thing. Um, it's an all-out battle royale to see who will win the victor spoils and exit with a stone of life. And you can tell your mom it's not a video game, but it kind of is. You move through the dungeon at the same time. You attack each other with magical, powerful, crude weapons. You try to level up with fairy opponents. You even die and respawn like a video game. You'll steal artifacts and treasures from each other, of course, and at times you'll run away from the destructive dragon. 
So this um, grid folds out, and you can kind of like move the, the squares around make a different map every time. You get a little hero character that moves around. You're trying to find this treasure and avoid the dragon. So it's like a dungeon crawler. You can play with up to four friends. Huh. Um, heroes use a compass to move through the dumb dungeon simultaneously. You pick up weapons. You battle heroes. Drop some bombs. Shoot some arrows. Gather points. Um, looks like fun. Um, and it definitely has a video game feel to it, even though it's a board game. So um, there are seven days to go. So when you hear this, you will have like one or two days to get it if you are interested. Um, there's 1,600 backers and $70,000 pledged of the $8,000 goal they're going for. Shit. Um, for $10, you can get your own printable version and like kind of make your own, but you won't get the cool box. So you don't really want to do that. Early bird's all gone. Um, $30 gets you the Dungeon Royale. Copy of the original Dungeon Royale Navy Blue um, with free shipping in the United States. If you want the Kickstarter exclusive, the white version that looks more like um, like a Game Boy, that's $35. It's $5 more. That's pretty cute. Yeah. And then there's co-op expansions. goes up to $45, $50. Top level is $85, which is a double Dungeon Royale and two solo expansions. Like if we both wanted this for some reason, that would make it pretty affordable. One copy of the Dungeon Royale Navy Blue and a copy of the... Oh, then we have to fight over who gets a cool Game Boy looking one. That wouldn't be good. Um, but we get all the ex- uh, expansion packs as well. That's cool. Yeah. There's 18 backers at the level. That's their top level. just 85 bucks. So. Oh, that's not bad. Did you find a video for Brave? I can't, but I will tell you right now that the inst- instructions are very easy. Pour Brave into a glass or okay. a jar. Add one cup of your favorite milk. Stir well. Place in your fridge overnight for uh, full preparation. Oh, weird. So you don't make it the... Yeah, the you got to mo- prep it. Huh. And then you just grab and go. Interesting. Yeah. The overnight parts are interesting. Yeah. So. Kind of sets or whatever. Yeah, kind of uh, like jellifies. We got a new sound. We got a plane. Yep. In case someone's doubting we're actually the, outside. The clouds are starting to turn pink. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that. I can't get the Kickstarter to work. Um, hey, Tim, you want to talk about games? Yes, I have played some, and so have you. I have. But I'm going to let you go first, because you have a lot more. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Breath of the Wild. Um, we, we beat another... Uh, Woohoo! Uh, Guardian Beast, or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, Guardians. We beat the elephant again. Again? Um, again. Oh, yeah, second time. So yeah, now, yeah, like, okay. that ability to charge is, like, super fast. Yeah, super fast. Yeah. Super good. We got to beat Ganon now, for real, because there's a new game coming out. Yep, in like two years from now. Yeah. I know, but that's like kind of what's holding me back from beating the game. I know. Now there's a reason to beat it. Mm-hmm. I also started Resident Evil 2 Remaster. I picked it up okay. at a good price at Best Buy. Uh, it, yeah. It's cool. Um, I think it looks really great. Um, it controls really well compared to the original control scene, and the zombies are super wet and gross and disgusting. And I, I really like the mini-map when you push the, the center button on the PS4 controller. It brings up the map, and it shows you color-coded where you've already been and like where items at interest are it's actually a really useful map um i like that part a lot yeah also some creepy sounds come out through the ps4 controller which is cool that's cool i love it when they do that um because i like gimmicks like that yeah, yeah um we both played blood roots so i'll let you talk about that a little later and then i played uh the world next door oh yeah so this is a hmm, what do you call this so it's like the, the idea is like there's a world parallel to ours where instead of science they have magic and there's a portal between the two worlds that opens like roughly every 30 years I think and there's an internet that somehow works between the two worlds so like the people could talk to each other so like uh, 
when the portal opened, this one teen arranged to go. I think it's like a lottery system. You get to go and like hang out with the people in the other world for like a day. Huh. But then she got trapped on the other side. The portal closed. She forgot to get back. Yes. The problem is, is like because she's from another universe, she can't really survive in that other universe very long. She's gonna die. And then, um, so it's an RPG light. So you're going around talking to people, doing little quests. But the combat is what makes this game unique. Um, so you're drawing magic from the earth, and it's basically like um, like any kind of puzzle game where you match like three colors and yeah then, it does but, like an attack yeah this time it doesn't attack so like green will give you a healing red will give you a fireball nice. um, blue will give you electricity that kind of thing so like you'll go into little like arenas and the monsters will be like after you and then you're trying to form spells and fight them off and it's fun nice and yeah that's what I I'm had a lot of fun with it yes that's, um, that's what I've been playing what have you been playing well, let's talk about the first one. Okay. Uh, the, what was it called? Again? Bloodroots. Yeah. So that's a really cool, like, little side-scroller-ish. <laughs> that, like, you just go around and you just... Murder people? Just murder people with punching them with your fist. Yes. Well, you don't that's, grab anything. You no, don't grab anything. No, okay. you that's don't. That's the way you play that, it. That's a bitch way to play it, Tim. You just grab so many... stuff, and then you're like, I'm a, I'm a little bitch. Whatever. And then, I mean, it's cool. They have really cool effects. They do. But if you just go around and you punch people with that, love... it makes the game a lot harder. It, yeah. It took you... 15 minutes to beat a five minute demo exactly okay but i punched my way through yeah you're never getting on the leaderboards that way i'm just saying nope well maybe you never know there might be a punching only leaderboard yeah it's it's like super fast i love how fast you restart when you die yeah it's super quick um and so basically there's different like there's like different like scale or verticality to it i should say Mm mm-hmm and so there's like enemies up on top, bottom. Some enemies hit you. Some enemies actually have weapons. Um, and there's like a some weird like world features that you can use to kill people, like jumping on like a uh, like a, almost a wheelbarrow filled with hay. Mm-hmm. You jump on it and like rolls and smashes over one person, which causes like a little shake up on top of the hill above, which cracks a tree, which kills a dude up above. Um, and you're hunting a guy with a black, what's a black wolf? Yeah. So, that's what you're doing. You're trying to do anyways. It's a lot of fun. Cool. And then I played a lot of other schools online. So, what brought you back to that? I don't know. I just wanted to play. So, did you start with a new character? Or no, character? I picked up some. I'm still just the level, like, 20-something I started with, like, three years ago. Um, So, I've never played ESO. Is it a lot like... kind of World of Warcraft. Okay. So, you just, like, go to a city, get a bunch of missions, randomly find missions while you're out, like, exploring... That's what I'm doing. Is I'm just like going around exploring. I tried to do some of the missions, trying to get through this like one area of the map where I've been at for forever. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm really close to moving on to the next part of the world. Okay. Um, and I think I could probably I could force go through and just like fuck it, I'm gonna go, but I wouldn't be high enough level. So wasn't was there an announcement regarding ESO for E3? There's like a new expansion. Okay. Um, so. I'm not clear on the pricing model of ESO. Is it free to play at this point? So is the base still? game is free to play. Okay. DLC is all paid. So all the expansions are, including the one I was talking about. Yeah, but I was on their store because I was like, well, what if I like get too far and I need an expansion? How much is that going to run me? Going back to subscriptions, you can do a monthly. Oh no! You can pay them monthly or yearly, uh-huh. and it unlocks all of. The DLCs, and it doesn't matter if they're a brand new DLC, if they're old DLC. Okay, but how expensive are the DLCs? It's like for 12 months, it's like 100 bucks. 
uh, the DLCs themselves, uh-huh. fifty nine ninety nine. So so there's like two or three of them out right now. If I were to buy them, I'm already at one hundred eighty bucks. I see. So, mm. but I might only need to buy one of them for two years. The way I play it. Right. So, but then you also get all these like crown points, which are like the way you like. Can you buy, stop like, and cosmetics. start your subscription? I don't know. I'd have to check. Because the way you play it, I would just pay for a month or two because you're going to stop playing it. Yeah. And then drop your subscription. Yeah. As long as you're good about remembering to do that. I don't think they'll let you do that probably. Ugh. Yeah. I hate subscriptions. I know. Me too. It's so bad. But then also it's like, fuck, I could spend like. But you know what you should subscribe to? This podcast. Yeah. Subscribe to this podcast. It'd be, it's worth your time. And, and your money. All of, them, all of the money. All the free monies. Yep. Um... And I'm trying to think of what else. I think I played something else, but. I thought you said something else. We did play that little bird skateboarding game. We did play the bird skateboarding game. That's fun. I like that. It's cute. Um, I can't remember what else I played. I don't think I played anything else. Maybe. So when you're playing ESO, are you doing like the social part of it no, at all? No, fuck that. Just oh. by myself. Okay. Yeah. I just run around. I see people every once in a What's while. What's your character? Uh. Well, like, okay, what's is it? He's like a warrior. Okay. Yeah, one dual. He's like dual, like two-handed sword. Okay. It's like swinging big, heavy objects. Cool. Yep, smashing through things, nice. and then I have like this like fire whip thing. That's like an ability. It's like, whoosh, whoosh. and then I have this other one. It's like cat claws that comes up on the screen. I don't know what it does. Um, I really need to go through and like actually like if I'm gonna get back into it, playing it even for a few weeks. Like if I'm gonna play this weekend. I need to go through the abilities and actually see what the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be good. But the storyline's pretty cool. And they actually have, like, some decently, like, wrote out story plots. Like, like take you back in time. Like, drink the serum and go back, like, through my memories from four or fifty years ago. Yeah. And it's like, you have to try to, like, figure out, like, what happened and, like, what's really going on. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a detailed story. So cool. it's kind of cool. Um, and I haven't even done, like, the main missions. These are all, like, just side missions that are, like, well wrote out. Well, yeah. When I was playing Skyrim, I did so many side missions yeah. before I got to the main quest. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it is fun. You want to do some game releases? There are a few game releases. In fact, one I'll probably buy tomorrow. All right. Cadence of Hyrule. Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring the Legend of Zelda Nintendo Switch. That sounds weird as hell. It is. Plata Go, super platform game maker, Nintendo Switch. Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, Nintendo Switch. Are you buying that? I don't know. I, I mean, I have it I on have PC. I have it on PC, but I'm like, oh, this could be fun on Nintendo Switch. It's kind of warped to be on Switch. Yeah. Uh, Blaster Master Zero PC. Odd World Apes Odyssey and Tasty PS3. That's so weird, a PS3 release. That's very strange. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. I'm going to wait for reviews on that to see which system to buy it for. But that's like a, that Kickstarter game, that's like a Castlevania. Okay. Um, and then Vacation Simulator, PS4. You playing that? No, I'll let you do that. You okay. do that for real all the time. Vacay 2K17. I'm going to be on my porch. Oh, wow. The sunset yeah. changed again. It's like purple. Yep. It's Vacay. really cute. Um, don't forget to check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. Facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. Uh, YouTube.com is what? YouTube.com forward slash site TBS, I think. Sure. 
Something like that? No, I, I need to get 100 subscribers before I can get that URL. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, and until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. Always punch Nazis. <laughs> <laughs>